Hello, friends. You're listening to the Sound Off Podcast. My name is Nate Laux, and I'm your host. Sound Off is a community conversation show that airs each Monday and Friday live on 96.7 The Eagle in LaPorte, Indiana. And while podcasts don't allow for live interaction, we are still grateful to have you listening and engaged. So please help us out by subscribing and rating the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. Share the podcast with your friends and enjoy today's conversation. Welcome to this podcast of Sound Off from August 12, 2022 with your host, Nate Lauks. Nate's guest today is local sports journalist, Jim Peters. Now here's your host, Pastor Nate Lauks. Hello, friends. Welcome to Sound Off. My name's Nate Lauks. It's good to have you with, with you on the show today here on Friday, August 12th. Today, we're going to be talking about sports. It's a sound off on sports. And back in the studio, I've got Jim Peters from Jim Peters Sports, local sports journalist. He knows everything that I don't about local sports. How are you doing today, Jim? I'm all right. Thanks for having me back. Usually, once people get a first impression of me, that's the last I ever see of them. Just ask my wife. Hey, you're stuck with me now, buddy. It's Ah, good to have you. That's okay. Good to be had. It's good to have you here. So if you've got a question about local sports, uh, local football, we're going to talk about high school football, these kind of things, uh, feel free to call in uh, 209-362-0522. Are you excited about this upcoming season? A little nervous? What do you want to know? Again, that number is 209-362-0522. You're welcome to call me or text me. You can also email me at soundoff at 967theagle.com. All right. I think the question that many people are wondering is, you know, we we had a Laporte Slicers team that struggled last year, two and eight, had some injuries, um, but also lost some good talent right. um, from a two and eight team. Right. Uh, good rusher, these kind of thing. Uh, good running back, um, a good linebacker. Um, what can fans expect out of the Laporte Slicers team this year? I think I'll be very vague, like. Um Bob James was just in, in, in terms of um, specific expectations. Sure. He's not going to put numbers down, but it's going to be a team that's going to you know really get after it. He likes to use the phrase you know play like our hairs on fire. You know, the wish I could. Say yeah, exactly. Hair, which is hair which on is, fire, but uh, hey, speech for people like you. Oh, right? I mean, you know? right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe my feet, <laughs> not my hair, but or, or f- former. Former hair, but uh, and anyway, yeah, it's you have a really nice quarterback with with RJ Anglin and uh, you know some you know some nice defensive kids, um, you know Brendan Balka, um, Lucas Del Rio is a real nice a nice looking freshman, but yeah, you know, here here's a freshman playing at the he doesn't know Do- what he doesn't Do- know yet, right? Doolin Conference level and uh, Sam Pressler, you, you got some you got some nice nice guys. Um, you, you know the big question with with Laporte and in large part is you know this is typically and you, you know you Laporte better you know better than I do and it's always a place where it's like the the top guys are typically offensive linemen mm-hmm. so I mean you've had your exceptions with your Charles uh, salaries and you know you know and again Colin Burquist real nice running back last year but this has always been Bob James's sons correct right? yeah predicated big, big on on big big beefy kids and they're not really um equipped that way this year it it so uh, so appears so it's uh so they uh, i think they'll mix it up a little bit differently and become a little more diverse offensively and do some things that way and they'll go as far as rj can take them and you know mission number one is keeping him on his feet and yeah he can 
he can do a, he can do a lot of things if he you know gets gets a reasonable opportunity to do so. Yeah, that's got to make Bob a little bit nervous again here the first year. He's got uh, an unproven offensive line, yeah. maybe a slightly smaller offensive line sure. than he wants. Um, and a good quarterback, but a good right. quarterback can't be a good. I mean, I'm a right. I'm a Bears fan. I know yeah. this. Um, a good quarterback. I mean, we haven't had a good quarterback either, but still, sure. a, a decent quarterback can't even be a decent quarterback if you don't have people that can block oh, yeah. or you know uh, keep keep the defensive line away from them. And the DAC is a tough conference. It's got yeah. some good defensive talent. It's got yeah. you know some big guys over, especially at Maryville and and Valparaiso, these kind of things. And so it, it'll be tough for them, you know, but. It was such an interesting kind of way of coming about Bob James becoming coach, right? right. The community did something that I haven't seen often. Right. You know, you, you, essentially, the community advocated for a coach. Right. We want this guy to coach our team. Right. Um, the, there's this weird thing, though. Laporte has a lot of high expectations, though. Sure. Right. And so right. I get a little nervous for any new coach right. because, you know, right. how do you set the right expectations? Well, know? that's exactly right. It, you know, and it's hard. And it's, it's again, you know, you know it's, it's high school. He's not paid. Is well, you know, Theoretically, they're not, you know, paid for their coaching success. These people are paid as educators. And they get a you know air quotes you know stipend to be coach, which basically comes out to about you know negative five cents per hour based on the amount of time that these people put in. So, but 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 again, you know expectations are you know success is is linked to high school coaches as as well, even though it's not their you know first job per se. But the thing about high school sports though is you can kind of balance out the the talent scale a little differently than you can at the college and the pro level. College and the pro, pro level talent is going to win the vast majority of time. In high school, intangibles can factor into it, um, you know, togetherness, um, bonds, camaraderie, that sort of thing, a, you know, a team really being um, connected. And yeah, and that seems to be the case here and you alluded to just all the process that went on with bob becoming mm-hmm. the coach and how everybody backed that and this was the guy everybody wanted and and rightfully so and and you know, you've seen that so far with with the group i talked to a handful of kids yesterday um no not yesterday wednesday wrote it yesterday be in the paper tomorrow mm-hmm. on um their uh, leadership council they um put together a group of players 21 i believe it was is this something new uh, that they're doing the represent he he did it briefly when dave sharp was here it didn't get it didn't get traction at that time but you know now that he's you know this is his team you know he brought it back and you know more player ownership basically he said hey this is your team this i'm the head coach but it's your team it's not my team it's everybody's team not just the seniors so everybody having a voice in it seniors all the way down to freshmen being uh having input you know we'll meet on things as simple as decals and pregame routine and as specific as uh post-practice you know discipline for guys mm-hmm. that you know you don't show up in the in uh the right socks you know, I mean yeah sure. you know, and or yeah you know, you're, you're five minutes late or you or you missed weights or things like that and the players will dole out the discipline now it won't be the coach standing over the kids saying you run you know 15 laps or do you know 50 push-ups it's the kids 
standing there doing it. So you know, it's it's team led and it's you know in at its core it's it's teaching kids to be you know better people and you know grand scheme type of things which is great which in essence is what high school sports is supposed to be all about but also you'll have a benefit you sh- you should maybe not tangibly but some way shape or form this can help you on a on a friday night when you're in a tough situation and said hey yeah i i got your back you, somebody messes up you know yeah. the guy's not got ripping on him so it's okay man we'll get him next time that sort of thing and that you know in again in some immeasurable way shape or form that that can be a factor maybe I don't know if you can necessarily say it'll it can win or lose games sure. but you know but it helps it, it makes a difference and it can there's um that uh, you know glue so yeah. to speak yeah we've got Jim Peters in the studio today we're talking about sound off on sports we're talking about local high school football next week begins the the season right next Friday a week from today officially yeah scrimmages yeah. this evening uh Michigan City's Scrimmaging at New Prairie, Laporte is hosting Northridge. Uh, South Central is going to John Glenn, but yeah, they yeah, start for real one week from today. Yeah, and, I'm uh, sure the the players don't feel like the season starts next week because they've sure. been working. Well, hard. yeah, I mean it's it's practically year round now. There yep. isn't really much downtime other than a moratorium week <laughs> there in July. So the seasons are just uh, they just kind of you'll roll over from uh, you know off the you know summer season to preseason to actual season to um, to postseason and so on and so forth well if you have a question for us today you want to talk a little bit about local sports um we'd love to have you 219-362-0522 you can call me or text me um if you have a question about local high school football or you will even get to some volleyball talk as well um again we've got jim peters here in the studio we're going to take our first break the liquor ball on airline though is open 219-362-0522 call me text me we'd love to hear from you but keep listening to 96.7 The Eagle. Welcome back to Sound Off. Good to have you with us today on the show. We've got Jim Peters here of jimpetersports.com. Uh, I encourage you to visit that site as well. He's got some great articles on there about local sports in Northwest Indiana. If you have a question, though, Liquor Vault on Airline is 219-362-0522. You're welcome to call me or text me. Um, you can also email me at soundoff at 96.7theeagle.com. Hey, I want to talk a little bit about some of these other local teams. Um... Let's talk briefly about New Prairie. Um, New Prairie last year was eleven and three, three and two in Northern Indiana Conference, um, Class Four A sectional and regional champions. Uh, good team last year. Lost some players though, but right. they have um, Noah Mangia returning, who just runs for like thousands of yards mm-hmm. a season. Um, they've got Marshall Kamichik returning. Five, I think, offensive starters, five defense. What do you expect out of them this season? They're still going to be very good. I mean, you don't graduate. Uh division one offensive yeah. lineman like uh hunter whiteneck who's actually um from what is you know dad mentioned to me at the you know out at uh when i was taking pictures last week he's already ascended to the number twos as a two, so as, as, two as a two freshman a, a true freshman in illinois he will so you know he's an injury away from uh, starting for a Big Ten team as a true freshman, and he'll That's be a a, he'll be a three year starter, and then uh, Adam Bohr. Those guys were just huge. I mean, the, the, that was a that was a um, that was a college size offensive line. Kids that yeah. would start on any team in oh, Indiana, really, gigantic. you know, just huge guys, yeah, and yeah. not and not and not just yeah. not just three hundred pounds <laughs> of humanity. These guys were athletes; they could move. I mean, Bohr was a catcher in baseball, and. Um, Hunter was a you know you know state uh, you know one of the top heavyweights in the state in, in wrestling. Uh, ben Frank you know, didn't go yeah. on to play 
college football, but yeah, I mean he could have. He was an all star, you know, kicker, receiver, so defensive he back. A, did everything. He just right? the old the old um you know, the old gadget the um the knife, one of my what Swiss Army knife. I'm sorry, I couldn't think of the think of the cliche there. I only used it a million times. But uh yeah, they you know they have a n- nice skill set. Um, yeah, you'll remains to be seen. Maybe who a go-to guy will be in terms of of pass catching. You don't. You have a, a you know nice slot guy in Dallas Ryan's, but you don't have a you know six four guy that you can just throw it up to and go get. And yeah, but yeah, solid. Always a you know nasty demeanor defensively, and you know tough physical kids. Yeah. Hey, it's new. Hey, it's New Prairie. They're yeah. gonna they're they're gonna be rugged. They're gonna be blue collar. So they're they're going to compete. Night in and night out, night out, and you know some strange, you know some interesting things happened to kind of open up that path for them last year. And by by all rights, they you know should have been playing in Indianapolis for a state title and didn't quite get there. So there's some there's a you know a little bitter taste for that too. They 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 feel now they can that's the bar they want to get back there. You know every every team has its own identity though, so there isn't necessarily. One doesn't. One season doesn't beget the next. But there, you know, there is there is momentum. They know they can do it, and they know they can get there, and they know they were that close, and it just slipped through their hands there. So they're they are they're fully capable. The big thing with them is they move over a sectional this year, so they're going to have to deal with uh, Holbert and Lowell in their in their sectional this year, as, 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 yeah, as opposed to the as opposed to the regional with uh, um, with with the way it was last year. So. Uh, so yeah, they have they'll yeah they'll they'll still be in the mix. It'll be remain to be seen how some of those skill guys evolve. Uh, you know the pieces around that. But, you know, we, you know, some really good quarterbacks in the county this year. Every school, South Central too. With you know um, Zach Hanchar and uh, Michigan City with uh, Tyler yeah, Bush. I mean, it's a great you, there. Tyler Bush, uh, tremendous quarterback. Some Division One offers yeah. now. Um, Michigan City last year was nine and four, mm-hmm. right? Um, four and three in the Doolin. Class 5A sectional regional champions as well. Um, returning starters, eight. But they've got some really, yeah. some real Division One talent yeah, the, on that team, it's right? It's just silly talent. I mean, they're just athletes everywhere. It's crazy how the the dichotomy in the county that way. It's like uh, o- over here in Laporte, you got you got big linemen. Then yep. over in Michigan City, you got uh, you know, receivers and uh, and uh, running backs and defensive backs. Jade, you know, uh, Jaden Hart's going to be a uh, uh, power five, the old conference player mm-hmm. some somewhere. And he's just a junior. Bush is a junior. They graduated all of their receivers. And they had some really good receivers who are are playing in college now. Gio Laurent, um, um, oh shoot, Tra- Trace Simmons, okay. yeah. So some really good guys. Omarion Hatch went out to a junior college. Uh, there, there were some some dudes, but you, you go out there and it's like it, it just it kind of looks like if you didn't know it wasn't them, you'd, you'd figure they were still there because there's guys out there just Athletes, flying yeah. up and down the field and, and high pointing. Footballs, and even when you got a quarterback like that, he's you, boy. You give him the pieces. He's got, he's got all the. He, you know, he and RJ are you know similar in in regards to some 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 of their skill sets, ability to you know make every throw and you know accurate throw on the move, throw long, short on on time, all those sort of things. The difference is, you know, Michigan City's got <laughs> they got dudes who can take it and go. 80 yards and Laporte's going to be more of a you know move the chains yeah. type of team and, and which is what they want to do possess the ball be able to you know get down the field methodically whereas you know Michigan City can hit you with a you know one play touchdown 
drive um, you know um, in the drop of a hat and you're very really young defensively but Roy Richards is as good of a defensive coach as there is in the in the state of Indiana and he'll put he'll put it together and he's got he's got guys and they're going to fly around and re- if your team yeah. can get you 30 points a game you yeah. know like that team can well and that's just, that's the thing know. about it and that just feeds the momentum of the defense when the you know the offense is you know, going to produce, you can go out there and you can take some chances yep. and they're going to take some risks and maybe you'll maybe give up some plays, but at the same time, they're going to create negative plays and turnovers. So yeah, they're, they're, they're extremely talented. They're a little smaller than they were last year. Maybe not quite the physical element that, that they had before, but you know, it's like they, they, they still have the, have the tools to do a lot. And, you know, and the big thing for them is now, uh, Valpo, Valparaiso and Chesterton Valpo, uh, are both in their sectional, uh, you know, along with, along with Laporte, and now Maryville's in 5A this year. So, mm-hmm. so it's uh, um, there isn't designs of ill waiting at semi-state, but getting to semi-state, well, it'll probably be a little more difficult because sure. you figure Maryville's going to to um, to reload with you know new names and faces as they seem to be they are. want to do the last few years so so that will be tough but they're 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 going to compete and they're gonna you know do the things they're they've you know always done in terms of just being very dynamic and athletic and and fast and uh, just uh, again quite a contrast to the you know, how Laporte's going to have to get things done, sure. but there's more than one way to be successful on the football field, and that's the beauty of it, and that's why coaches spend hours upon hours pouring over film and trying to figure out ways to mask weaknesses and emphasize strengths. Absolutely. We've got um, Jim Peters on the show today of jimpetersports.com uh, and a local uh, journalist as well for sports, uh, for the Herald-Dispatch, these kind of things. If you've got a question about local high school football or, or sports, 209-362-0522, we'd love to hear from you today. I also want to say, don't forget that 96.7 The Eagle does broadcast um, our Laporte Slicers games on the radio live. So if you want to follow the Laporte Slicers and you can't get to a game, please do listen online or on the radio at 96.7 The Eagle. Chip Jones will be uh, reporting for you. Chip Jones and Steve Mannering will be reporting those games for you, and you can follow along right there. So our final team here in LaPorte County that we have not talked about yet much, South Central. I read an article that you wrote about South Central that um, Buzz Shof having a hard time getting some guys out there even. Yeah. They, they only have, what, maybe 23, 25 players on, you know, that are playing the um, for his team. But he still seemed, you know, again, maybe some rebuilding, but hopeful as well some talent yeah yeah they're you know they're capable of uh you know their conference is set up where they'll have a chance again to win their half of the of the gssc kind Con- the, their their sectional got even tougher this year because pioneers is, is is in it now so you have pioneer along with along with triton and north judson yep. and then uh but you got an you, you yeah that was a really good senior class last last year when you look at what those guys did in in other sports with yep. uh, Brandon Young, Jacob Omen, uh, Bryce Glissick, and I'm I'm gonna miss some, yeah, but Tony yeah. Tony Guevara. When you're talking basketball players yep. and and baseball players, that was a really good senior class. And when you lose a ten person class at a school like South Central, when basically all of those guys were impact players. Yeah. yeah, that's tough because the, the leadership don't alone just, is hard to lose. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, that's exactly right. I when I I talked, um, I was out there yesterday for a story on Zach Hanchar, and it's like, well, last year as a sophomore quarterback, he was kind of just 
well, I I'll you know, do what I do and just you know kind of don't don't get the seniors mad. This year now, well, he's a junior. He's looking around, and it's all all juniors and and, and sophomores. So a lot of young guys. He's going to uh, he's going to be a nice uh, player. But again, in in his case, like uh, so, like we alluded to with Laporte, somewhat uh, it's the pieces around him that uh, that are kind of unproven uh, that will have to develop to help him out and the other they're going to be like Laporte in the sense that it's going to be he's going to get it and it's going to be you know one Mississippi boom yep. you know get, yep. get get rid of the ball or or and you know that's kind of just the nature of it you know sp- you know spread the field side to side he's got some nice athletes and you know and Aaron Hogan's uh gonna you know be a be a nice player for them that they're gonna you know just get the ball out and, and move it around and, and you know he you know feels like hey if we can you know be be around 500 and you know that'll you know that, that that's kind of the that's kind of the bar you know, yeah. it's kind of where things are at there because they're some schools that they play are just you know bigger and you know you know, more established than they are and other ones your lake stations your River Forest, Boone Groves, Bishop Knoll. That's you know, that's yeah. kind of the that's kind of their wheelhouse. So then a lot of it just comes down to their draw for their sectional. So, but yeah, he yeah he's a he's a tremendous coach. Obviously a Laporte, uh, a Laporte guy, you know, um, you know, player and part of the you know, fourteen team that uh, went to state and uh, you know part of that defensive coaching staff that year. So uh, he, he you know he's a good he's a good guy and uh, you know does a does a solid job at, you know, at a at a place where you know you've got to really squeeze, yeah. squeeze the water out of the rock, so to speak. When, when you got a limited roster and things like this, but you know, it, it's a good reminder uh, that you know sometimes you're not looking for uh, an immediate you know eight win season or anything from some of these coaches. You're looking for improvement. I know that's what uh, Bob James is looking for. Not that yeah. you don't want wins, these kind of things. Well, we're going to take another break. Our final break of the day. If you've got a question, two one nine three six two zero five two two, you can call me or text me. I've got uh, I've got uh, Jim Peters in the studio. We're talking about high school football upcoming season scrimmaging tonight. Uh, season starts next week. If you've got a question, do give us a call or a text two one nine three six two zero five two two. We'll be right back here in just a few minutes on 96.7 The Eagle. Welcome back, friends. Good to have you with us again on our final segment of Sound Off today. We're doing Sound Off on sports, giving you a preview of the local high school football season and things like that. Here's a question we received. If you've got a question, 219-362-0522, you can call me or text me as well. Here's a question we received. What type of weapons will RJ have at Laporte this season? RJ will have a, a variety of, of of running backs, and I I've, I don't have the roster. I don't have the roster in front of me. So, but um, they're they're going to be be pretty well spread out offensively. I know uh, Nathan um, Dona, Kai Jones, Trey yeah, Bechtel. Thank you. There you go. There yep. that that was the tree, and yep. and I, I you know Bob Bob called them Earth, Wind, and Fire that day. <laughs> he was looking for a thunder and lightning reference, and I don't know who's Earth, who's Wind, and who's Fire there, but uh, they're a fairly comparable group group of kids in terms of their physical ability. They're not. Colin Bergquist, who's just going to run you over and then separate on, from you defensively um, um, in the open field. Um, he he likes he likes the receivers, and if you got the information there, you can help. Flores, me. Yeah. Ollie Kring, yeah. Gavin uh, Gavin Gar- Garrett, and Dylan yeah. Salisbury. Yeah, and he and the and a newcomer this year is. Um, I was going to call him Andy, uh, Tommy Samuelson. Oh yeah, Tommy yeah, Samuelson, and yeah. He, you know, he, you know, he's a kid that you know, could be very interesting because he's six four, six five, uh, 
faster than you would you maybe think he was can elevate for the ball he's a pretty athletic kid and you see him in baseball and you could do you see him run it's like oh i don't think a kid can run like that but you, you put him out there you can isolate him he can do some things he can be a chain chains mover um he uh, bob really likes um you know ali kring he you know he um you know he talked about him as maybe the the preseason you know, breakout guy, a guy who was not necessarily on the radar when things started, but he became, um, you know, he was pretty impressive. You know, mm-hmm. a, you know, another a chains mover type of guy. He's gonna catch the ball in traffic. You know, get him in space. Has a wiggle to him. You don't have anybody running a four or five that's just gonna go eighty in a snap. You know, but again, you know. Um, you just stay ahead of the chains, you know, four or five yards, you know, every, every play, you might not get that big, big play that, uh, that chunk play there. Again, I think they will be more horizontal than they will be vertical offensively, but you know, RJ gets running around there. Maybe, you know, somebody, you, you get, you coverages get broken and somebody slips out deep and they can hit someone like that, but you just don't have that burst guy even like you know like Jaden Parks was last year yeah. the year too it's like you look at some of the skill guys they had you know, last year it was just really unfortunate because that that season went to that season went down the you know drain because of what happened to RJ and the RJ had pieces around him some guys that just needed that linchpin to to bring it all together and now you know those guys are gone you know, RJ's back so yeah and and again he's the kind of kid who can elevate the people around him but i i don't think there's necessarily going to be an alpha back or or receiver a guy that's gonna carry it more than 10 12 times a game or a guy that's going to catch more than five or six passes you might have that in given games but it won't be the same guy week in and week out so you'll you know which can be good too you know you can't scheme for a particular guy when you look at laporte it's like okay who do who do we have to contain? Well, we have to get after the quarterback, the, you know, the head of the snake type of thing. But if you're, uh, you know, from the standpoint of backs or or receivers, it's not necessarily at least at this point there isn't a guy that you're going to circle and say, okay, we've got to shade us, you know, shade the secondary this guy's way, or yeah. really keep an eye on on for this guy coming out of the backfield. So uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here, uh, Jim, uh, and we're going to go through the four major teams here in Laporte County uh, that have football. And I'm going to have you predict their record. Yikes. And then at the end of the season, we're going to see how you did. Yikes. All without right? without yep. their schedule in front well, of me? You, yeah, okay. we, that's the thing. Is, yeah, right. We got it. You know, oh, boy. And I'm, so, I'm, I'm earning my – oh, look at this. I got uh, I, I got Laporte's schedule in front of yeah, me. Yeah, so Laporte, um, just to, for our listeners to know, start, starts off the season with New Prairie. Then they go to Lowell. Or then we got Lowell, Valparaiso, Chesterton, Lake Central, Maryville, Crown Point, Michigan City, Portage. Um, the DAC is going to be tough. You've got Maryville, yep. very, very – very tough team. Um, they're just, you know, they've got Colorado State commit. They've got a guy, yeah. uh, Philip Rosh, has offers from Boston College, Cincinnati, yeah. IU. And they're just a good division. They've got yeah. division one talent. On yeah, it's team. almost a division one team. Yeah, yeah. and so um, it's going to be tough. Chesterton, like you said, rebuilding a little bit. But yeah. Valparaiso has uh, 6'6", 270. Matt Hofer, yeah. uh, who's an offensive tackle that, yeah. you know, uh, division one offers yeah. as well. So, yeah. Lowell's always good. New Prairie's going to be solid. What do you no. think? What do you think? What do you predict for Laporte? All right, I'm going to go three and six. Three and six, but improving. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and you know, you, know you, you put an asterisk by it now. If 
you know, you know, God, God forbid something happens to RJ, that that all goes out the window. But you know, the, 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 the kids do for an uneventful year. So I'm going I'm to guarantee that he's going to be um, not going to get hurt this year. But if there's such a thing as karma in sports, that, that kid deserves it. So uh, We are pulling for you, RJ. We hope that uh, you do have an uneventful season. So let me give you a new prairie schedule, and then you can tell me what you okay. think. All right. Here we go. New Prairie starts the season with Laporte, obviously. Then we got Goshen, Lowell, um, Mishawaka Marion, South Bend St. Joe, South Bend Adams, South Bend Riley, Penn, and then Elkhart. I'll go six and three. You think they're gonna be six and three? All right. I'm gonna you're you're inverting the Laporte. Yes. Yeah, very good. Now do you want to cross multiply? Yeah, do you want to though predict a winner? Between the New Prairie and Laporte game. I got destroyed last year by <laughs> by New Prairie. You know, Bill Gum sought me out after the game like he was hunting me down about the about the prediction on that game because I made one somewhere. Oh no! Somebody, I think it was Twitter, and I I I, I took the bait and I, you I, did I, it. and I and I said and I said Laporte, and boy he boy he. he he tracked me down like a pizza delivery guy. So uh, after the game last year, so uh, it's fun. To, it's so fun. I never lived that one down. I mean, y- you know what? I mean, you have you you have to err on the side of the team that that was one play from going to the state finals. I would say so. New Prairie probably has a stronger offense coming back. And yeah, I think it's safe yeah. to say they're going to be putting up yeah. some points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Louis alluded to off the air, just they're. Yeah, you know, Laporte is going to be out of their minds, sky high for that game. But yeah, I know New Prairie will be too. But just the whole, just, just it's Bob's Bob's first game, all all that, and they they uh, they want the it's the milk can we had yep, it last milk night jug the milk milk jug can I, I never get the get that right yeah. but but they want the milk thing yeah. you know, set out just get I'll get ripped for that tonight too at New yeah. Prairie why yeah. not? you know I'm already, what it, I'm already what canceled what you buddy so, it is yeah. so so but you know, Laporte's none, there's an a kid in the program um, outside of me outside of this he, you know, consider you know uh, you know, Robbie Schellinger, a kid, and well, back when he was a player, who have ever, who have ever t- touched the thing. So, New Prairie's had uh, eminent domain of of, of that uh, uh, here in in recent years. But yeah, that'll yeah that that's going to be a marker for Laporte more so than it right. is New Prairie. Final two. So, Michigan City. Uh, here's their schedule, starting with Warsaw. Uh, Lafayette Jefferson is is Bart Curtis still at Warsaw or no? He is. Okay, yeah, Boy, so. that's a that's a heck of a guy. Yeah. Boy, but that five minutes spent with him is is five minutes in interview heaven. Well, <laughs> Warsaw, Lafayette Jefferson, Chesterton, Valpo, Maryville, Lake Central, Portage, Laporte, Crown Point. Okay. So, what do you think? Then? I'm going to go seven and two. Seven and two. So that's a good season for them. That's great. Um, and then finally, let's see if I can find. The um, I'm gonna I'll tell South you South Central yeah, I'll, I'll, four four and five I already kind of kind of looked at that one so okay yeah so you think then I mean if 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 they don't play each other put New Prairie and Michigan City against each other who Whew. wins that one wow. see the nice thing is that we're never gonna know they don't right. play each other so. well right I mean they um, yeah, they, they scrimmage tonight it, okay, they, they yeah. scrimmage two times in the summer the reason and the reason they do that is because they're so opposite of each other. Yeah. You know, New Prairie is just uh, like a mini Valpo. They're just going to sledgehammer you, um, you know, in, in general, not yeah. to say they don't have speed guys or, or whatnot. But, you know, that's basically what their identity is. Physical, tough, get right after you. Michigan City is going to be all over the field, you know, stretching yeah. vertically, yeah. horizontally. So New Prairie gets that. 
so they so they're ready when they see Marion, when they see Elkhart, you know, probably yeah. Penn too. Yeah. Penn's you know, combination of that, but. Um, yeah, I it, I would just think um, last year Michigan City would have had a difficult time containing uh, New Prairie's physical running game, but I just think Michigan, yeah, you know, how do you defend speed? Yeah. So that would be that would be my my lean there. Well, as always, thank, good to have you in the studio again. Thanks so much for listening to today's show on football. We're talking we talked high school football on Monday. Tom Dermody, mayor of Laporte, will be here. And then we'll have uh, Friday, Sheila Matias will be here, LaPorte County Commissioner. Lots of good shows coming up. And very soon here, the beginning of September, we're getting into the election season again. Um, but for now, we wanted to take a, a, some time to talk about sports. Thanks for listening. Be good to yourself. Be good to others. And keep listening to 96.7 The Eagle. Thank you for joining us and voicing your opinion on this edition of Sound Off. The views on Sound Off are those of the host or callers and do not represent the opinion of 96.7 The Eagle, Spoon River Media LLC, or the sponsors. Sound Off airs every Monday and Friday at 1230. Please mark your calendar and join us again for the next edition of Sound Off on 96.7 The Eagle. Thank you for listening to the Sound Off podcast at 96.7TheEagle.com.